0: We always see it an opportunity when we get the the time to gather at your feet to hear your word. Tonight, Lord, as we have gathered, we pray that you release your spirit to teach us, to minister to us. Let the power that is behind your word come upon us in the name of Jesus. We pray for a change and a transformation tonight in Jesus' name. Amen. Why don't you clap your hands together for Jesus, and you may be seated. You know, there is power in the Word of God. Amen. Do you understand? There is power in the Word of God. Amen. And um, you, have to have, you have to have that respect for that power, Amen. the power to change. This is our word power service. There is power in the word of God. It is the word power. Power in it. They don't look like they have power in it. Have you realized that? A lot of things that have power, you know, if you don't tap into it, if you don't really have respect for it and experience it, you will not experience the power that is in it. If you see a wall socket that is on the, on the wall, you know, you may not have a lot of respect for it. But there's a lot of power in it. Do you understand? Sometimes you can see just a wire, you know, just a bare wire, you know, that is just either hanging there or lying down somewhere. And it may not look like anything, but there is a lot of power. Amen. There's a lot of power. In it. Do you understand? So, a lot of times, the things that have power, they don't look like they have power. You know, when you see a grenade, do you know a grenade? Yes. You know, it's a small thing like that, that you can throw like a stone. You know, when you look at it, you know, it doesn't look like it has power in it, but it has a lot of power, and you have to have respect for it. Yes. Do you understand? So, the Word of God has so much power. It has power to change, power to transform. It can transform your life. Amen. But you have to have respect for it. Hallelujah. So tonight, I want to share the word of God with you. And I'm continuing with our series of message. The good work that God has begun in you. The good work that God has begun in you. And our foundational scripture is Philippians chapter 1 and verse 6. And it says, being confident of this very thing, that he which hath begun a good work in you will perform it until the day of Jesus Christ. That be confident in this, that God is doing a good work in you and he will perform it until the day of Jesus Christ. Now, we are continuing on the good work that God is doing on our finances. We said God is doing good work in many areas of our lives. God is doing a good work in our spirit, in our soul, and in our bodies, in our flesh. God is doing a good work in all these areas. Now, God is also doing a good work in the area of our finances. Amen. Amen. And we talked about several points. You know, I've given you a few points under this topic. We said God wants you to be rich, blessed, and prosperous. Not begin at the same level for all of us. And we went through some few reasons why the work that God is doing in our finances cannot begin or does not begin at the same level for all of us. And number three, we said, do not seek after riches. We have all these messages on our podcast, and I want you to listen to them, and you'll be blessed. We said, do not seek after riches. Do you remember? And the next one, number four, we said, seek the kingdom. Seek the kingdom. And last week, we talked about the principle of Apache, the principle of Apache. That is important to understand the principle of Apache to have respect for first things because God really respects first things. Amen. Amen. Now, tonight, um, I want to talk to you about the next point under this very topic the good work that God is doing in our finances and that is become a giver. Amen. Become a giver. Amen. Amen become a giver tell your neighbor become a giver become a giver amen. amen you must be able to give you must be able to give and more importantly to give to God to give offerings to God you must be able if God is intending to bless you one of the things that you must learn as a Christian is to be able to give amen amen Malachi chapter 3 and verse 8, a common scripture that you have heard many times, says, Will a man rob God? Will a man rob God? Yet ye have robbed me. But ye say, wherein have we robbed thee? In tithes and offerings. In tithes and offerings. Now God is saying, you have robbed him. In tithes and offering. Not in tithes, but in tithes and offerings. Now when someone says you have robbed him of something, the dictionary, it means to take something from him by unlawful force or threat of violence. To take something from the person by unlawful force or threat of violence. And the second point, the second definition is to deprive him of some right or something legally due him. To deprive him of some right or something that is legally due him, due the person. When you deprive a person of that, you have robbed the person. So God is not only expecting tithe from you. God is not only expecting that you pay your tithe, He's also expecting your offerings or your giving. Amen. 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 Do you understand what I'm sharing with you? You may have thought that giving offerings, you know, as the word implies, offering, uh, then it means it's an optional. It sounds like it's optional. Give, offering. You know, you are offer, you are offering something. But God is expecting it. We see in this scripture that it is something that God looks forward to. God looks forward to it. And when you don't bring it to him, he sees it as robbery. That you have robbed him. He says you have robbed him in tithes and in offerings. Amen. Are you understanding what I'm sharing with you? Yes. That is what it means. He says you have robbed me in tithes and in offerings. That means I was looking forward to my offerings and you didn't bring it. I was looking forward to my tithe and you didn't bring it. Now your giving or your giving of offering does not substitute your payment of tithe also. Do you understand? You can't substitute one for the other. You cannot give an offering when you have not paid your tithe. For instance, do you understand? You can't you can give offering when you have not paid your tithe. If you don't pay your tithe and you give offering, you are still a robber. You are still a robber. Yes, that's the answer. Thank you. You are still a thief. It offers you no benefit. You don't pay your tithe, but you give offering. Are you understanding? That's a very good answer. That is what the answer that I was actually expecting. Let's say someone owes you someone owes you $200. The person owes you $200. And each time he sees you, he dashes you $15. He says, here, here's something for you. Be blessed. (laughs) Here, be blessed. Do you understand? How do you feel? The person owes you. The person has not paid. But each time he sees you, he says, something small here. Be blessed. Lord, be blessed with an offering. Here's an offering, and you owe him your his tithe. Are you with me? How would you feel about that if someone were to do that to you? Yeah. And if someone owes you, and on your birthday, the person buys you even an expensive gift. He owes you, he has not paid. And then on your birthday, he buys you an expensive gift. Will you be happy? Yeah. He still owes you. So if you, give t- if you give offering and you have not paid tithe, you are still a robber. You are still a thief. Amen. Amen. Are you with me? Yes. It's like you are stealing. If you know, for, for instance, someone is stealing from you. Someone is stealing from you. But the person, every time, is giving you gifts. You know, he steals your money and then he gives you some gifts. Would you be happy about that? I don't think you will be happy about that. But that is what we do to God. We do that to God. We steal from him and then we take some, his tithe. Then we take some and say, here, be happy, be blessed. Are you with me? You will not be happy about that. So God says, you have robbed me in tithes and in offering. Hallelujah. Don't rob God. Tell your neighbor, do not rob God. God wants you to be a giver, but not a giver and a thief. Do you understand? Not a thief giver. Mm? A robber, arm arm robber giver. Amen. Yeah. Because people who steal, they also give to others. Do you see? Yeah. And it doesn't mean that when he's arrested, because he gives. So... (laughs) So become a giver of tithes and offerings. Amen. Hallelujah. Become a giver of tithes and offerings. Amen. Amen. When someone is in need, when someone is in need, you know someone has a need and you see that person and then you, you give to that person and you say, oh, I was going to pay my tithe, but I realized you take this, take this. And you say, God understands. God does not understand. <laughs> Because if someone owes you and the person says, Oh, I was coming to pay you, but I found this brother who is in need, you know, so I dash him, would you be happy? Would you say, Okay, let my money go? No. No. You see, you don't analyze these things and then you think God should understand. God should understand. You owe me, and instead of paying me, you say, Oh, but we are all Christians. I saw a brother who needs something so I just dash him. The money that you owe me you have to still pay me. Do you understand? So God is not against you blessing someone but you have to pay him first. Amen. You have to pay him first. Hallelujah. God wants you to be a giver of your tithe and your offering. Tell your neighbor be a giver. Of, my, of your tithe, of your tithe. And, your and your offerings. You must always give to God what is due him. You must, oh, If you are working with God, always give to God what is due him and stand clean as far as owing God is concerned. Never owe God. And you must understand that this is something that you must understand. It's very important for you to understand because God wants to bless you. Do you understand? God wants to bless you. God does not need your money. Do you understand that? God wants to bless you. And God will always take from you to bless you. Hallelujah. No matter who you are, no matter how much you have, you must be a giver. No matter how much you earn, you must be a giver. Learn to be a giver. Amen. Amen. Acts chapter 20 and verse 35. So never say, I don't ask for me, I don't have enough. No matter how small you you have, learn to be a giver. Learn to be a giver. Acts 20 and 35. Are you with me? He says, I have showed you all things. How that so laboring ye ought to support the weak and to remember the words of the Lord Jesus, how he said, it is more blessed to give than to receive. It is more blessed to give than to receive. You see, if you were writing the Bible, you wouldn't have said that. You would have said the opposite. You would have said, it is more blessed to receive than to give. And that makes sense to you. They will say that it is more blessed to receive than to give. But God is saying it is more blessed to give than to receive. It is more blessed to give than to receive. The Amplified Version says it makes one happier and more to be envied to give than to receive. It makes one happier and more to be envied to give than to receive. Amen. Amen. You see, you will, if it was you, you would be thinking the opposite. You would think that receiving means having more. Amen. Receiving means gathering more. But it is absolutely the opposite as far as God is concerned. Amen. It is absolutely the opposite. When you are working with God, you have to forego the wisdom of this world. Amen. And take on the wisdom of God. God is saying it is more blessed to give than to receive. But you will think that when you are gathering, when you are receiving, when people are giving to you, you will be more blessed. The giver is always blessed than the receiver. Amen. Amen. The giver is happier than the receiver. Always. The giver is happier than the receiver. And the giver is more envied than the receiver. Have you not realized that? The giver is more envied than the receiver. The word of God is true. Are you with me? Look at the world. Look at the world. Look at the countries in the world. Look at the countries in the world. You see, in the world, every country is either a receiver or a giver. Are you with me? Every country is either a receiver or a giver. Now, let me ask you. Of the countries which have been receiving and receiving for so many years, are they more blessed? The countries that have been receiving aid and receiving and receiving and receiving, are they more blessed? Who is more blessed? The givers. The givers are always the ones who are blessed. The givers are more blessed. Do you understand what I'm sharing with you? The givers will always be blessed. The givers who have been giving for many years, who are supposedly losing. They are giving what they have. They are giving and letting go and letting go. They are still the ones who are more blessed. They are more blessed and continue to give to their receivers. They are still giving. It is more blessed to give than to receive. Believe the word of God. Believe the word of God. You know, even these countries when they are doing it, they don't understand. They don't think it's... But it's a principle. It's a spiritual principle. If you give, you'll be blessed. Amen. 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 You see, the reason why people who receive more do not get blessed is because receiving paralyzes you. Receiving paralyzes Let me give you at least some few disadvantages of receiving. Number one, Receiving paralyzes you. Receiving will paralyze you. When you are just there that people just bring to you, it will paralyze you. Number two, it makes you wait. Receiving makes you wait. You are waiting to receive. Receiving makes you wait. Number three, It makes you look forward to the next gift. (laughs) Receiving makes you look forward to the next gift. It makes you look forward to the next gift. And number four, receiving takes away your innovation and creativity. Receiving takes away your innovation and creativity. And number five, receiving makes you lazy. And we know that lazy people are poor, according to the scriptures. The sluggard is poor. Receiving makes you lazy. Your desires alone will kill you what you want. They will kill you. So receiving, one, it paralyzes you. It makes you wait. It makes you look forward to the next gift. Receiving takes away your innovation and creativity. And receiving makes you lazy. Amen. Amen. Receiving stops you from doing what the doer did to have in the first place do you realize that it stops you and that is the curse of receiving it is a curse of always having the mentality that you want to receive do you understand you see it is a different situation where there's a temporal need that you receive something but the mentality that I am chronically I want to receive is a curse it paralyzes you the countries which have been receiving and receiving, they are paralyzed. Do you understand? And every community which is a receiving community, they are paralyzed. They are paralyzed. That you're always looking for assistance. Some, some, the, the, the government has to give assistance. We need, we need to receive. We need to receive. It paralyzes you. You cannot go forward. You cannot move forward. Receiving paralyzes you. Amen. Amen. Are you with me? You see, the deception of receiving is that you are getting more. You are getting more for something that you didn't work for. Do you understand? You are receiving something that you didn't work for. And you feel blessed that I didn't work for this and I have received it. So you feel blessed. That is a deception. Because God wants to bless you through the work of your hand. Do you understand? God wants to bless you through the work of your hand. Amen. And so, whenever you have work to do with your hand, it's an opportunity for God to bless you. And when you are a giver, you always want to work so you can give. Amen. When you are a receiver, it stops you from doing anything that will give you to, so that you can give. When you are a receiver. Do you understand? But whenever you give, You realize it creates a necessity for you to get more so you can give if you are a giver. The giving creates a necessity for you to earn more or to get more so you can give. Now you realize that anyone who gives does not give everything that he has. Do givers give everything that they have? So the giver will always give you a portion of what he has. Do you understand? And so you always receive a portion of what the receiver has. And the receiver, the giver, will get more in place of that as well. Or it creates room for him or her to get more and then give you a portion. And that portion creates room for him to work to get more. And so the giver is always having more. That is why those countries continue to be able to give and be rich. Why the receiving countries are paralyzed, are lazy, are poor, are, are backward, no innovation. Are you with me? No creativity. Hallelujah. You see, many receivers think they are smart. You know, many receivers think they are smart, and they think that the givers are fools. Oh, yes. Many times, people who receive, they think that the giver is a fool. You see, on your birthday, someone buys you a nice, expensive gift, and you are happy. And when it comes to that person's birthday, you pretend as if that person was never born, (laughs) that your birthday never exists, or it's not in the calendar. And then your, your statement is that, as for me, you know I don't have, you, you have. Do you understand? And whenever the receiver is saying that, it is the truth. You are really confessing what is the scripture. Because you are a receiver and you will never have. The giver will always have. So when you think that, oh, you, you, you have it. You have it. That is why you can give. As for me, I don't have it. It is the truth. The giver will always have. And the receiver will not have. But you think you are smart. (laughs) Do you understand what I'm sharing with you? You think you are smart. The absolute opposite. You have to believe the word of God. The Bible says it is more blessed to give than to receive. It is more blessed to give than to receive. That is why... Every believer must join the community of givers. Every believer must join the community of givers. You must join the community of givers. Look at people who receive. If you go outside and you look at people who receive, they are waiting. Do you understand? They are waiting to receive, and the givers are busy going. Do you understand? The givers, they are always the ones going, but the receivers, they are waiting. Waiting. It paralyzes you. (laughs) I don't know if you want to be a receiver. I don't know how many people here want to be receivers. Tell your neighbor, "Be be a giver. Be a giver. There are some people, it is so hard for you to give. It is so difficult for you to give. And I tell you, you will never be blessed. It is more blessed. It is more blessed to give than to receive. It's the word of God. Amen. Amen. You see, there are levels of giving. Do you understand? You may not be among those who give 5,000, 10,000, 1,000, 500. But there are levels of giving. You can also give $5 if that is your ability. But by all means, give. By all means, give. It's an opportunity to be blessed. It's a great opportunity for God to bless you when you are a giver. Amen. Amen. By all means, give something. By all means, give something. And don't wait, don't always sit down and watch as people are giving and say that, hey, they don't know what they are doing with their money. eh?" They don't know what they are. They know what they are doing with their money. They are given to be blessed because it is more blessed to give than to receive. Yes. They don't know what they do, what to do with their money. You see that these people are always giving. There are some people they always giving, and they will always have. How can they give? They always have. That's why they are able to give. When you are a receiver, you realize that you are lazy. You are paralyzed. You can't move. You can't do anything. You are waiting for the givers to come. To give. Are you with me? You see, the givers are going. The givers are busy. And the receivers are waiting. You'll be paralyzed. Tell your neighbor, be a giver. Be a giver. Say, be a giver. Say, enough of the receiving end. There are some people, they always want to be at the receiving end. Always want to be at the receiving end. But it is not a blessing to always be at the receiving end. Once in a while, every now and then. But that you are always at the receiving end is not a blessing. Amen. Luke chapter 6 and verse 38. Luke chapter 6 and verse 38. It says, Give, and it shall be given unto you. A good measure, pressed down, and shaken together, and running over, shall men give unto your bosom. For with the same measure that ye met withal, it shall be measured to you again. You see why giving is a blessing? Yes. yes. God is interested in your giving. He wants to bless you and he watches your giving. And he says, give and it shall be given to you. That is the word of God. You see, one thing that you have to understand is God wants to bless so many people. Do you understand? There are so many people who are praying to God for something. Also, are you with me? Now, God does not come and take bank money and then, because the money that you receive, they are all bank money. They have currencies with numbers, not heaven numbers. <laughs> Do you understand? They don't have heaven currency that God manufactures and brings, because if you take that to the store, they won't take it. Are you with me? The real currency that you can use are the same currency that is in your pocket. That is a currency that you can use. So, if this person is praying to God and waiting on the Lord and having expectation, do you understand? Expecting some increase, God will touch you, and then you will give to that person. Do you understand? Because God can come as an angel and be giving angels money to you like that. Do you understand? So through you, God will bless this person. And when you have given, because you have allowed the will of God or allowed God to fulfill someone's desires or answer someone's prayer, he says, a full measure, he says, a good measure, pressed down. Shaking together and running over, shall men give unto your bosom? He says, give, you give. Because somebody has prayed to me, give. And it shall be given to you. What will be given to you is a good measure. pressed down and shaking together and running over. Because you have allowed me to answer this person's prayer. Shall men give unto your bosom. For with the same measure, the same measure that ye met with it shall be measured to you again. Again. That is why givers are blessed. That is why givers are us our bless. And so when God blesses you and gives to you like that, you also ought to give. When God gives to you, you have to pay tight on it. When somebody gives something to you, pay tight. The correct amount. If you want God to continue to bless you. Because God knows how much he has given you. Do you understand? And he says a good measure will be given to you. Beloved, believe the word of God. God wants to bless you. God has good plans concerning your finances. Do you understand? Yes. There's another, who has another version in this one? Do you have another version? He says, give away your life. You will find life again back. You will find life giving back. But not merely giving back. Giving back with bonus and blessings as you give, you receive back, but with bonus and blessing. But you, it is very hard first to give. So how can you even give, get back and then receive benefit, a bonus? So all you have is what you have. Do you understand? No increase. That is why some people work and work and work and they don't have. Because it is God who blesses. Do you understand? It is God who blesses. It's not your work. It's not your boss, your salary. Have you not realized that? Real blessing is from God. He says giving, not getting. Say giving, giving. not getting. getting. It's the way. He said the way to go is giving and not getting. Getting will not take you far. Getting and getting and getting, it will not take you far. Giving is the way to go. Amen. 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 Giving is the way to prosperity. It says giving and not getting is the way. Generosity begets generosity. So there's no generosity coming to you because you are not generous. Amen. Wow, I like that version. It says giving, not getting. So, giving, not getting is the trigger, is the trigger of the good measure pressed down, shaking together, and running over blessing. It is giving and not getting. What triggers this blessing of good measure pressed down, shaking together, and running over is giving, not getting. Hallelujah. So, learn to give, be, be, be in the community of givers. When they are talking about givers, include yourself. No matter how small you have, no matter how much you have, add yourself to the givers. Add yourself to the givers. The other version, it says, if you give to others, you will be given a full amount in return. It will be packed. It will be packed down. Do you understand packed down? Have you packed into a suitcase where there's not enough room? Sometimes you sit on it to make more room. Do you understand? Yeah. It will be packed down, shaking together. That means, that means you have to take the thing and because there will be other corners that are missing, shaking together and then spilling over into your lap. Wow. That's the common English version, the contemporary English version. The way you treat others is the way you'll be treated. So you you don't give. No one will give to you. What is the NLT? What does it say? It says, give and you'll receive. Your gift will return to you in full pressed down, shaking together to make room for more, running over and poured into your lap. The amount you give will determine the amount you get back. So so that means wow, that is a very wonderful version. The amount you give will determine the amount you get back. So if you give zero, the amount you get back is zero. Wow. Amen. There are some people, they don't give at all. They don't count themselves as givers. Anytime you are talking about giving, they are excluded. They close their ears. Anytime you are talking about giving, they exclude themselves. And they look at people as they are giving. But I want you to look and see that the people who give, they will never lack. They will always have. They are the same people that always have to give. And you say, they don't know what to do with their money. You don't know what to do with your money. Because what you are doing with your money is a zero balance. Zero multiplications. Because it will be multiplied back to you. What you will give, it will be multiplied back to you. Do you understand? So if you give thousand, it will be multiplied back to you thousand times whatever God sees due you. Do you understand? So, if you give zero, whatever God wants to give to you, times zero is what? Zero. It's simple math. Uh, and God also knows how to do math. <laughs> he says it's 10th. Amen. Let me give you some rules for giving. And then quickly we'll come. Rules for giving. Because you must understand that not every giving is also acceptable unto the Lord. Do you understand? Let's read 2 Corinthians chapter 8 and verse 12. Second Corinthians chapter 8 and verse 12. Are you learning today? Yes. Yeah. So being, having to keep and keep and keep and or receive and receive and receive, it's not a blessing. It's not a blessing. Release it let it, let money be easy you see money you know money is your it, it, it becomes your strength your time do you understand that is why you place so much value on money now god wants to see how easy it is for you to release money it's not that god needs your money do you understand do you think god needs your money god does not need your money he says the silver and gold they are mine. Are you with me? Yes. Amen. Second Corinthians chapter eight and verse twelve. So he said, "For if there be first a willing mind, it is acceptable, according to that a man hath." And not according to that he had not. Hallelujah. If there be first one, a willing mind. So there must be a willing mind. It is acceptable. It is accepted according to that a man hath and not according to that he had not. So you see, those of you who come to church and then when we are taking offerings and then you say, oh, give me five, give me five. You are not blessed. You are taking somebody, it's according to that you have. Every time you you look in your wallet, you keep your wallet and your pocketbook and then give me ten, give me five. You have two. (laughs) Do you understand? It says, for if there be first a willing mind, it is accepted according to that a man hath and not according to that he hath not. Amen. And not according to that he hath not. So number one, giving, you give according to your income. You give according to your income. You give according to your income. Rules of giving, number one. Perhaps we can just do one and then we will end. Deuteronomy 16 and verse 17. according to your income. Deuteronomy 16 and verse 17. It says, every man shall give as he is able according to the blessing of the Lord thy God which he hath given thee. Do you understand? Every man shall give as he is able according to the blessing of the Lord thy God which he hath given thee. So your ability to give depends on the blessing that God has blessed you. And God knows how much He has blessed you with. Do you understand? So if someone gives, say, five dollars and you are sitting by next person as the basket is going around, and then you see you give five, somebody gives five dollars, and they say, Oh, I can give four times that. You know, and then you give twenty dollars. Do you understand? And then you feel good. When God knows that your ability, he says, every man shall give as he is able. That means as he has ability. According to your ability depends on the blessing. says, according to the blessing of the Lord thy God, which he had given thee. So, somebody has given five and then you look at it and say, oh, I give 20. And then you feel good. God knows that your ability is actually hundred dollars. You are not blessed. I'm teaching you rules of giving. You want God to bless you, let's be open with God and be free with God. He wants to bless you. It's not difficult for God to give. It is difficult for God to give to the one who has difficulty to let go. Amen. Are you with me? Because God is the one who blessed you. God is the one who has blessed you and what you are giving, it is known by only two people. You and God. Do you understand? And you know how God has blessed you. You know how much God has blessed you and he knows how much he has blessed you. And he's the one who will bless you again. Are you with me? Understand this. God is very much interested in how much you give. I tell you, God is very much interested in how much you give. Because it has to be multiplied back to you. Do you understand? He has to know how much you give and it has to be multiplied back to you. What is appropriate? If only you are giving, is also appropriate. Do you understand? God is very much interested in how much you give. Don't think that God is not interested. God is very much interested. Look at the scripture in Luke chapter 12. Luke chapter 12. You see, how many of you understand that God sees all things? He knows all things. Do you understand? But sometimes, even Jesus, when he was with us, you realize that people will be thinking things in their heads, and he knows already. But he does certain things to let us know how it is really done in the spirit. Do you understand? So look at this story in Luke chapter 12, verse 41. The Bible says... Then Peter said unto him, Lord, speakest thou this parable unto us? I think um, perhaps it's Matthew chapter 12. Matthew chapter 12. Yes, Matthew chapter 12 and verse 41. He says, and Jesus sat over against the treasury and beheld how the people cast money into the treasury. So this is Jesus And people were giving offerings. Do you understand? And he intentionally went to sit in a place to look how much the people were putting in. Did he have to do that? Doesn't he know how much they were putting in? But the Bible says he intentionally sat there to look. To let you know that he's interested in knowing how much you put in. So he says, and Jesus sat there over against the treasury and beheld how the people cast money into the treasury and many that were rich cast in much and there came a certain poor widow and she threw in two mites which make a farthing. and he called unto him his disciples and said unto them verily I say unto you that this poor widow had cast more in than all they which have cast into the treasury. For all they did cast of in of their abundance, but she of her want did cast in all that she had, even all her living. Wow. Amen. Amen. You see, so you are sitting there and then somebody has put in 10 or 5 and then you put in 50 or 20, and then you're feeling good about yourself. God knows that you could have cast in more. So he says that these rich people, they were casting in large amounts, not small amounts. But he says they cast in out of their abundance. It's not from their, It's not their, something that will cost them. But this woman, he, she cast in something that will cost her. Or her living. Do you understand? And Jesus said, that is what pleased God. Amen. Amen. So he knows what is in your heart. He knows what you are giving. But he sat there to look, to show them that he watches how much people put in. Amen. Because he didn't have to sit there. He knew when you took off in your, when you were standing in your bedroom and you took your wallet and you opened your wallet and then you took $3. Do you understand? He saw that already. He knew that you, as you were coming, you were coming with $3. He didn't have to sit there to watch. He knew as you were coming that when you get off the bus, you go to the grocery store and buy tea in the hot winter. Tea that you don't need. And you buy tea because you are holding $10. And you buy tea so you get change. He knew. He saw that. Before you came to the church, he saw that. Do you understand? So you also, you have to stop when you come to church and then you fold the bills and then you fold it and fold it and you are hiding it to put in the basket. You know, you don't want anyone to see because the one who is seeing, there are two people. Yourself and the Lord. And he knows. So stop folding it and making it difficult for the treasures when they are counting. It's hard. Sometimes you fold it until the money breaks. And you hold it like this. And then you put in. <laughs> like big secrets. Give. Be free. And give Is according to what a man has? According to what you have. If it is what you have, it is a dollar that you have. Give. Be free. Do you understand? Be free. And give. According to what you have. Amen. Amen. One day... A brother was coming to church. (laughs) And then he prepared his offering. (laughs) He prepared his offering. (laughs) Apparently, he owed somebody. And he prepared to pay that person also, I believe. You know, whatever his plans were. So, his offerings he put in his (laughs) back pocket here. And then his other money for his shopping or to pay somebody he put on the left but I think either the Lord was trying to show him something or to teach him one or two he switched he switched the money you see and he came to church and he knows what is here and he knows what And what is here is not for (laughs) it's not for public show. Do you understand? Because it's not (laughs) so he just happily took what is (laughs) he took what is here in his hand like this. And then when the offering basket came, he wouldn't even look. Because if he opens to look, his neighbor will see. Or the Lord may see. (laughs) So he just put it in a basket like this. And at the end of the service, he went out and then he's taking the proper (laughs) one. And (laughs) And then when he took it, Behold (laughs) some evil (laughs) spirit Evil spirit has so he ran back. (coughs) He said he made a mistake. (laughs) Oh Lord, oh Lord. He said he made a mistake. (laughs) <laughs> oh, you're spoiling the preaching. Why are you spoiling the preaching? He said he made a mistake, so we should bring the offering. <laughs> he said, this money cannot go like that. I said, once you cast it in the basket, it's gone. You know? He said, no, 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 no. This money can go like that. It's not for the Lord. (laughs) It's not for the Lord. But give cheerfully. Hallelujah. God intends to. See, so he lost his mind. There's no blessing. Because he didn't give willingly. Do you understand? There was no willingness in it. Amen. Hallelujah. Tell your neighbor, be a giver. Say, be a giver. Be a cheerful giver hallelujah God seeks to bless you as you give put your hands together for the Lord and stand to your feet thankful and grateful tonight Lord we declare that we will never be the same as we came father we are counting ourselves among givers therefore Lord give us that ability father our ability It depends on the blessings that you have blessed us therefore Lord may you bless us to have the ability to give that we be joined among the givers that we become a part of the community of givers in the name of Jesus we are moving from the receiving end oh God to be a part of the givers father anything that stands in our way that prevents us from joining the givers any difficulty any challenge that has risen up in our way that prevents us from now giving oh God Lord remove these obstacles remove such difficulties remove them oh God that we will be able to now join the givers and be a giver oh God in the name of Jesus we say we are a church of givers we are children of givers we are men and women who give in the name of Jesus we do not withhold what you give us we do not withhold your blessings but we give and lord we know that when we give a good measure will be given to us a good measure that is pressed down a good measure that is shaking together a good measure that is running over spilling onto our lips lord that is how you will give us we will have the abundance on our laps So oh god in the name of jesus we thank you lord I pray for everyone who is here oh God I pray Lord transform us all into givers oh God transform everyone that is here into a giver in the name of Jesus lift up your hands let me pray for you father look upon these hands father make them givers for your word says it is more blessed to give than to receive let them be givers oh God give them the ability to be givers in the name of Jesus Father, release let them have a heart that is able to release and lord let there be an abundance an overflow in their lives in the name of jesus from tonight oh god they are joining the givers from tonight they are having an overflow in the name of jesus give them good measures give them good measures that is pressed down that is shaking together that is running over for cause men to give unto their bosom in the name of jesus may you surprise them tonight oh god because of the confession that we are making oh lord let their lives be filled with surprises in the name of jesus for men will give unto their bosom because of their giving in the name of jesus we thank you lord you are a god with whom all things are possible we give you praise and honor give us that divine wisdom to accept your word the power that is in your word Let it wrought miracles in our lives. In the name of Jesus. We give you praise. We give you honor. We thank you Lord. In Jesus name. Amen. Now with all eyes closed. And every head bowed. You are here tonight. You are not born again. You want to give your life to Jesus. I want to give you the opportunity. You are here. You are not born again. You want to give your life to Jesus. I want to give you the opportunity. If that is you. Lift up your hand. And I'll pray with you. Anyone here like that. I want to give you the opportunity to receive Jesus Christ as your Savior. Is there anyone here like that? Father, we are thankful. We are grateful for the gift of salvation. We thank you, Lord, for giving us your only begotten Son to die for us. We give you glory and honor in Jesus' name. Amen. Wonderful. Why don't you come? We believe you've been blessed by this timely and powerful message. We invite you to join us on Sunday afternoons for our Dual of Heaven service and Tuesday evenings for our Word Power service. For more messages by Reverend Brian Kruma, please subscribe to the QFC Bronx North podcast or contact us at 929-247-0738. Stay blessed.